video has become one of the best and fastest way to grow your audience. On today's show, we're chatting with new friend to the show, Miss Danielle Hawthorne. She is a video expert. She coaches entrepreneurs and coaches on how to personify their brand using video. And she's sharing the tea with us today to go with our PBN style. Enjoy the show. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. It's me, Andrea Patrick, with Be The Brand TV and the awesome podcast, PB and Style. And I wanted to share with you an amazing person that I met via the internet. And I don't know if you've been following me um, or if you're just tuning in, but if you have been listening, you know that I've been working really hard to um, really grow my social media engagement with my business. And even earlier on, I thought maybe... There was some sort of a, a methodology you had to use to engage and grow. But I later on found out through an interview, actually, that I could just do it the same way I do when I am networking with people outside uh, at different networking groups. And so because of that, I have really grown um, not only my engagement, but the connections that I make online. And my guest for today's show is one such person. I was really excited. Her Instagram is amazing. And I had to reach out. Not only was her Instagram amazing, but she's here in Dallas, which made it even more awesome because I was able to actually go out and have coffee with her at a local establishment. And we had a really great conversation. And so today we are carrying that conversation over into the podcast. And I want you guys to help me welcome Miss Danielle Hawthorne. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. All right, so we're going to just give a brief overview of just the awesomeness of Danielle because she has so much great stuff to share with us inside the interview itself that we felt that we didn't need to go into a long-winded bio with her because she's going to share all her awesomeness here in just a second. So I'm going to read a little bit about who she is. Danielle Hawthorne is an entertainment host and a video marketing expert for coaches. Let me just stop right there because I'm already trying to get on the client list for 2018, okay? <laughs> um, she helps coaches get visible, get confident, and get booked. Who doesn't want that, right? And she does this using the power of video. So, Danielle, welcome, welcome once again. We appreciate you being here on PB and Style. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Can't wait to chat. All right, so we're just going to dive right in. Um, just to give us, before we get to the style part, I kind of want people to know a tiny bit, a little bit more about who you are and sort of how you got to this point. And then we'll get a little bit into the the nitty gritty of your personal branding style and brand personification after the second half of the interview. But tell us a little bit about how you got here. Okay. Um, so I have actually been in the entertainment world for years now. And I found myself as I moved forward in my career kind of in all kinds of different buckets. So I wasn't following one straight and narrow path. I was doing PR in the entertainment world. I was doing on camera work. I was doing production. I was, you know, I was doing marketing. I found myself in social media management. I found myself in business development. And for the longest time, I kept thinking, why in the world am I finding myself in all of these different you know, business areas. Why am I not doing the normal, like you get this job, you follow this path and you work your way up, you know, this one niche. Why am I landing in all these different jobs and roles? Well, then probably about what, three and a half years ago, from Los Angeles to Dallas. And I found myself back in the theater world. I had stopped doing on camera work. Um, and I had stopped pursuing things like that just because of a lot of the experiences that I had had. I was very, very low on self-esteem at that point from those experiences. And I found myself right back in the entertainment world. 
but on the exhibitor side of things, doing marketing, social media. And as that role grew, I found myself back in the role of content creator. And with that and with social media comes video. Mm -hmm. And so without even pursuing it, the thing that I absolutely loved working on camera and working with video, I found myself doing it again um, because video is the number one medium on social media right now. It's outperforming every other medium that you know people are using today. And it's the easiest way and it's the most personal way to communicate with people. So not only did I find myself using video again in um, social media, but I found myself working in the entertainment world on camera, traveling around the world interviewing celebrities. <laughs> so it, it kind of came full circle. And in that, I realized that everything that I had gone through, all the experiences that I had had, they were all, and they were all for a reason. And they gave me the tools that I needed to then go out and create a business where I could help coaches and I could help entrepreneurs succeed and get visible because I had experience in all of these different areas. And I completely 100% knew what it felt like to be uncertain about getting in front of a camera. I knew what it felt like to be judged and have people jump online and say all these awful things about you and that come with that and I knew the hesitations and insecurities that come with working in video but on the flip side of that I also got through it and I overcame it experiences and so I knew how now to help others do the same thing so that's kind of where I am that's awesome because I think during our conversation we talked about that when we were meeting and it's so important for people to realize that the journey that their passion takes to get to their purpose is such an important one because like you said, all of those elements, all of those obstacles that you had to overcome, all of the lessons that you learned during all of the different things that you did really prepared you for the business you have now. And it gave you the confidence and the expertise to then mm -hmm. teach other people as well. So guys really, really get that point that she just made. Absolutely. It wasn't one to, it wasn't one to miss because I think, I don't know about you, Danielle, but when I meet people um, and I'm working with them for the first time or listening to them to decide if they want to work with me, whatever the case may be, <laughs> you can hear the um, the insecurity and you can mm -hmm. hear the trepidation that happens and you you just want, I want to say, guys, this is, re this is normal. You're not going through something that no one else goes through. We all have these fears and uncertainties until mm -hmm. we allow our passion to take its, its, its rightful journey because we need all that stuff to get us yeah. where we want to. Yeah, it's just so and true. I, I want to be super clear, and this is something that I, I do share with people as well, is that whenever I decided, I've always had the desire to have my own business or to have something that was that was built by me and nurtured by me, something that was just solely mine, um, which most entrepreneurs do, most coaches do. And usually it comes from a place of we really want to help people. We want to be impactful. We want to help people. For the longest time, I felt so insecure and I felt really bad about myself because I hadn't quite nailed what it was that I was supposed to be doing. So at first, I started a business where I was helping people branding because I'm also a graphic designer. I have my certification in that. I was helping people branding and while I loved it, it wasn't quite, it didn't feel right and it wasn't working right. And so I kept thinking, oh, well, am I not cut out for this? Can I not do this? And then I moved on to something else and, and it was kind of like a mix of worlds. And, and I started pursuing that because there's a huge mindset piece that goes with all of this. And so I started focusing on mindset, but that wasn't quite it either. And I felt really, really bad about myself because it wasn't clicking. It wasn't working, but it was, it was all part of the journey to your point. It was all part of the process and it was all part of figuring out where you're supposed to be. So one thing that I do see with new coaches or entrepreneurs who are struggling, it's that the insecurity of, am I not supposed to be doing this? Is this not for me? And that's just not the case. Anybody can do this. It's just a matter of perspective and figuring out what it is that you need to be doing. Exactly. It's not a matter exactly. of can you do it or not, but there is a journey and there is a process. And anybody who's in business, anyone who has built a business or is coaching has gone through this. It's not just this overnight, I decided I'm going to do this, exactly. and I got really exactly. successful. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh, to that point, what are some three to five common fears that the clients that you've worked with or potentially worked with 
have about being on video? And then to that question, what tips do you give them to overcome that? Yeah, this is the perfect question to segue from what we were just discussing because it kind of encompasses that. Usually entrepreneurs or coaches that I speak to, they're very hesitant about using video. It all stems from insecurities, you know, insecurities and the unknown, you know, oh, I've never done that before, or I'm not very good with tech, so can I actually do that? Can I tackle it? Or what if people don't think I'm interesting? What if people think that I'm boring? Or what if I get out there and I present myself as this expert and then people think, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. It, nine times out of 10, it really is those insecurities, those insecurities, excuse me, of what if I'm not enough? Mm -hmm. That's usually, it all comes down to that. And when you take the time to figure out what it is that you really want, and you find your authentic center, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Because the people that jump on and they say, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about, or the people that jump on and say, oh, her hair is thinning, or this, like these are these are comments that I've gotten and oh, wow. <laughs> think what I've done. So it happens. But people who like who make those comments, they're not the people you're supposed to be helping. They're not the clients who need you, they're not the people who resonate with you, and they're gonna be, you can be Oprah. You could be Oprah, and there are going to be people in this world who do not resonate with you. That's just the way it is. It sure you is. Can't, you can't be something for everyone. You have to be something for the people who need you. So as long as you stay true to that authenticity and you take the time to really dig deep and figure out what that means to you as a person, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, then you'll be successful with your videos. That's absolutely All of the other stuff... Yeah, all the other stuff I tell my clients, like, that's stuff that we can work on. The tech, I'll teach you. You know, the making sure that your video equipment, your sound, all that is right. I'll teach you. All of that is figureoutable. What yes. you need to do is get to your authentic self. And you'll, you know, when I, yeah, when I, um, I always ask my clients, you know, so if you were having a conversation with someone that you met for the very first time, and they mm -hmm. asked you about your childhood. You could talk about that without question. You could, it, it would just spew out because mm -hmm. you know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know yeah. how you grew up, you know what was expected of you. All of that is just ingrained because it was you. It was your own personal journey. Mm -hmm. The same thing holds true when it comes to your ability to present yourself as an expert or to speak on the topic in which you're claiming to be the expert. When you are ingrained in it and you've allowed your passion to take its proper journey, mm -hmm. you can talk about that eyes closed. You don't have to think about it. You don't waver. You sound like someone who is an extreme expert in the topic. But the thing is you have to, I think, narrow yourself to a point, knit yourself to a point where you're not trying to communicate to everybody in the whole wide world, mm -hmm. but you're only trying to communicate to those people who are looking for that thing that you feel so confident in sharing. And yeah. I think you're saying in terms of like your journey and all these things that you had to go through to get to that point, that's your own experience. And you can speak very confidently on this as you work with your client today doing video because you've been through right. it. You know, so right. you can tell someone to sort of, you know, calm down, you know, just allow yourself to, you know, go with the, whatever it is that you have to tell them to feel confident on camera. You've experienced a lot of it on your own. So, you know, I was there. Let me tell you what I did. Maybe this will help. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so right. your personal experience is what's going to make you the expert. That's how you'll be able to stand on confidence. Mm -hmm. And there's two pieces of that. So whenever somebody is really not comfortable on camera, of course, there are tools that I help them use. There are um, different exercises that I teach them. There are tangible things that we go through and that help you just over time doing over and over again. Those are things that I've learned through my experience that I can teach. But at the core, before you can even start those exercises, at the very core of being present and, and finding that to authenticity is trust mm. first things that I I go over and it's not just trust of um, trust that you're going in the right direction it's trust of self 
Mm. And whenever you get to that trust of self, that's when the authenticity starts to unlock. Because you stop second-guessing your gut. You stop second-guessing your desires. You stop second-guessing your dreams. You stop second-guessing so the momentum. You're overcoming that fear. Yeah. So you stop. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, I, that's kind of step one for me. And so whenever you do have those fears and you're trying to overcome, and this really could go for anything, but especially when you're putting yourself out there, because on-camera work just isn't, it's not just standing in front of a camera and reciting lines or doing, you know, recording your segment. It's really about allowing people to get to know you. Yes. And other people with yourself. And that's a much bigger thing than <laughs> just getting in front of a camera, but that's what it boils down to. Like you are sharing yourself with the world. That's what it is. So you have to be able to trust yourself before you can actually share yourself. Yes. I say it. I say it. I say it. You have to live your value. You have to love yourself enough to be yourself. Mm -hmm. That's key. You've got to love yourself enough to be yourself. Yep. Because if you don't, you can't lead with with intention and purpose. You can't, yeah. and that's the part you need. That's the that's the biggest part of this entire thing that I talk about, that you coach about. You've got to love yourself enough to be yourself, because whether you're on video, whether you're doing a podcast, whether you're writing a blog post, whether you're just posting on social media, that authenticity needs to shine through. Otherwise, you're going to sound salesy. You're going to turn people off, and you're going to appear as if you're trying to imitate somebody else. Like you're going to appear mm -hmm. fake because you, you're not, you've not authentic. You haven't found that, that loving of yourself enough to be yourself. Absolutely. At the very least, you'll seem uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So for the novice, for the person who is like just reading or listening to this podcast and they're saying, mm -hmm. you know what? 2018 is just around the corner. I should probably incorporate you know, some video into my social media, my strategic yep. marketing campaign. What are the different types of videos that people can mm -hmm. do that maybe can sort of, you know, ease them in, you know, lightly? Absolutely. So first of all, if for those of you who are listening, who are thinking, oh, do I really need to do video? Let me give you a few statistics to let you know that, yes, you absolutely do need to, know, to start doing video. One, all social platforms now, not just Facebook, not just Instagram, all social platforms favor video content now. The algorithms have all changed. Even Pinterest is opening an algorithm where you can directly embed YouTube videos and it favors video content. Yes. Wow. So that's pretty big, especially whenever we're starting to hear conversations out there about how organic reach is dead. And if you want to get out there on social, you have to pay. There are still things you can do to get your organic reach. And using video content is one of them. It's a huge one. Mm. Over 8 billion videos are watched on Facebook every single day. Every single day. That's huge. Just adding a video wow. to a landing page can increase conversions by over 200%. Just let that sink in for a minute. If you're yeah, sinking into me, and I've been doing video, and it's, it's mm -hmm. like a light bulb. But it has to be, you have to know what you're doing with video, too. Like, you can't just film something and throw it up there and be like, okay, there's a video on the landing page. Like, there has to be purpose behind your videos. But yes. Right. Every video, else, there has to be a strategy behind there has the strategy message. Um, but video is huge in the social day, especially if you are an online entrepreneur or a business coach you've got to be using video. It's just, you got to. Um, some videos that you can start with. Now, whenever I teach people about videos, and it's funny because I just did a training in my yesterday, it's not as hard as people think. <laughs> when they're like, oh God, what kind of videos can I start using? I put them into three different buckets, okay? Mm, okay. First one is educational. And mind you, if you're really nervous about being on camera and you're not ready to tackle that, you don't have to be on camera. There are things that you can do, like educational videos you can do, where you never appear on camera. Now, educational videos are tutorials. They're how-to videos. Um, say you want to do, like, four steps to branding your business. I'm just pulling this out of the air. Branding your business. You can literally animate a video with your four steps on what you need to do to brand your business, and that is a video. So there are things you can do if you're not ready to jump in front of the camera. 
now if you really are trying to um, build your brand, I, I'm a firm believer and you need to be on camera just because of that personal connection that video allows for. It allows people to really get to know you, your quirks, your personality, who you are, it lets you directly connect with them. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, there are things that you can do to not be on camera. So you've got your educational. I also think that your story can go in the educational bucket. Um, tell people your story, your big why, you know, why you create a, created a business, why you do what you do. You know, whenever I teach my um, clients about foundational branding, because um, that's the one of the very first things we do is we make sure there's a solid foundation before we start setting the strategy. The big why is the very, very first step because it's the heart and soul of your business. Yes. There are so many different types of videos you can share with your story. You can break it down into different segments. You can do a, a business video where it literally somebody lands on your page and your story is the first thing they hear because that story is what is going to allow people to emotionally connect with you. And we all know that purchases are made from emotional connections. Emotions control purchases, yes. right? Yes. So um, that one can go there. Now the second bucket is inspirational content. This can be a quote that you saw that you really want to share and create a video about. This can be a, a podcast that you listened to and you loved what you heard on the podcast. You can get on video and you can talk about what you learned and what inspired you. You could go to a conference and then come back and jump a video and share with your followers what resonated with you from this conference. So that's, that's the second bucket, that inspirational. Share what inspires you with the people that you're hoping to inspire. Third and last bucket is what I call uh, entertaining or community building kind of the same bucket now something that I do is I share my uh, celebrity interviews on my pages as well and I'm about to launch a new YouTube channel and I'll have a playlist that is just my interviews those are just pure entertainment it's just if you love movies if you love the entertainment world that's just sitting down and hearing stories and getting the background on why some of these uh, actors and directors do what they do so it's just mm -hmm. pure entertainment you know, sharing something that makes me light up and I have fun with, with the people that follow me. Something else you could also put is like little videos that where you ask people to engage with you. Say you are picking up your favorite Starbucks coffee. I love mermaids and fish. I'm a big scuba diver and ocean conservation person. So, of course, I have a coffee mug with the, the mermaid. Um, but say you go to get your coffee. And you walk in, you do a live video, like say you're on Instagram Live or something, you're doing an Instagram story. And you're like, hey guys, I'm picking up my coffee this morning at Starbucks. I wanted the, you know, I got the holiday peppermint mocha, whatever, whatever, whatever. What's your favorite coffee to get in the morning? Or what's your favorite morning routine? That's what I call community building because it encourages people. One, it opens the door to what your life is like, even if it's a small thing like getting coffee. But it also encourages people to start a conversation. And it's not necessarily about business. It's not necessarily about tactics. It's just, this is what's happening in my life. Come engage with me. Building your authentic authority. That's what I like yeah. to call it. That's a good idea Come to say. To know me. Building your trust. You're getting people to tr know, trust, and like you. Yep. Know, trust, and like you. So whenever, <clears throat> whenever you start, I always say, or even if you've already started videos, like always make sure your videos fit one of those buckets. <clears throat> love that now let me ask you because let me go back to number two because now i'm being a little bit selfish in this in this interview <laughs> so i try to do a quote on um like every morning i would like i'll go in canva on the weekend and i'll do all my quotes all pretty and i try mm -hmm. to you know, schedule them out so that they go out throughout the week every day i try to do them early first thing so people can see them so would you say that in addition to doing that you know i can talk about how the quote inspired me that particular day in a mm -hmm. short video, or maybe like you said, the live Instagram story, or maybe do a yep. quick Facebook live to just say, Hey, this, this is my quote for today. And here's why. So this, okay. is, this is a perfect example because there are so many different things that you can do to one, maximize one piece of content mm -hmm. and maximize your engagement, your reach, everything. So if you want, you could post that, um, you could post that one graphic, or you could animate that graphic, which is really easy to do. 
Um, I teach my clients, of course, how to do things like that in whatever editing platform, whether it's Camtasia, Mavavi, Final Cut, iMovie, whatever they want to use, I teach them how to use it. So you could animate that. You could do a voiceover track on the animation, talking about kind of like a like you do with podcasts, talking about why this quote inspired you and why it's important to you. Uh, again, you can post that and then jump on your Instagram live feed or your Instagram stories and say, hey guys, I just posted this quote this morning. This is why, this is how it inspired me. Um, you can save that video down. You can post that video to Facebook later. You could take that, you could do a Facebook live about it. Say, hey, you know, I posted this one quote. So now I've got so much content that I'm like, okay, I can work off this one quote yeah, for so now forever. You have content for <laughs> You could get on your Pinterest page and you could publish, you could create a pin, uh, a pin of that quote and do like, a, what are they called? The pin, um, why am I blanking on this? Uh, a, you could create a board that's just your quotes that you do weekly. Yes, yes. You could link your quote to the Facebook video that has you talking about why it's important to you. So then when somebody clicks on it, you're building traffic going to your Facebook mm. page. Um, if you have a website, you could embed it into your website. You can embed the video um, into your website with YouTube. So you could have that pin go to your website. So you're sending traffic to your website. Um, there are so many things you can do just with that one small wow. piece of content with using video. Wow, that's that's amazing, guys. I hope you guys are getting this because I am. I'm taking notes, okay? And I yeah, get it's all about maximizing. It. <laughs> yeah, it's all about maximizing reach and engagement, and not maximizing work, but just not working harder, working smarter, and using everything yeah. to its fullest extent. So you're not constantly trying to, you know, create new content. Like, oh God, I've got to have three new posts today. I've got to have new posts today. Use what you got. Use what's around you. Maximize your reach with it, you know? You could post it on Monday and then do a video on Tuesday about your quote on Monday. And there are just so many different things you can do. This conversation has enlightened me to even, mm -hmm. you know, go beyond what I already have and just sort of use what I have and just create a video about it and, yeah. like, do some how-tos on the videos and how, you know, so I'm excited. This is exciting for 2018 for me, so I'm excited for the listeners because, you know, I want them to get this and really make 2018 their best yet. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, we talked about sort of the different um, spheres that people have, and we talked about um, the different types of videos that people can create. But lastly, I want to talk about what are, um, once you, you know, sometimes you work with people who've already tried to do video, and mm -hmm. you get in there, and you're like, um, probably shouldn't have done that. So, what are a few mistakes that you've seen people make, even those who think that they're doing a good job already um, and quickly, because I want to know if I've screwed something up. <laughs> so, you know, what are some of the mistakes that people make when they do actually have videos out there already? Yeah. So first of all, I don't like to ever on mistakes because I think everything is a learning stepping stool. So there are no mistakes okay. because I think that thinking of, Oh my God, what if I make a mistake that just leads us to grow those fears and insecurity? Right, you're right. You're right. Everything has a purpose, everything has its reason. Um, but one of the biggest things, there are two big things for me um, whenever people dive in a video and they aren't seeing results or they aren't happy with what they're doing, it's just falling flat. And the first thing is it's they make it about them. That when they create content, they're thinking the whole time like, how do I look? How do I sound? Um, how are people going to view me? And they go about it from a me, 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 me standpoint. The best mm. advice I ever got, and I tell everyone that I work with, it's not about you. It's just not. It's not about you. And there are people that I've told that to, and like instantaneously, they're like, oh my God, it's not about me. And they're like, why am I so afraid of this? It's not about me. It takes, no, it takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. It takes, like, it, it doesn't matter what you look like. Like, I showed up yesterday with my hair slicked back in a bun, and because it's not about me. Nobody cares what I look like when I get on video. Yes, I want to be presentable <laughs> because that's what makes me feel good. Exactly. But 
nobody else cares what I look like. Nobody really, nobody's showing up to be like, oh, what is Danielle wearing today? They're showing up because they want to hear what I have to say. They want, they want to get them that type of video. <laughs> right? They're showing up because they want to learn because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to teach people. I'm here to help people. And so it's not about me and it's not about, it's not about you either. You know what I mean? It's not about the person who's doing the video. It's about the people who are going to watch it. And having said that, the other thing that you need to do to make sure that you're showing up in a manner that really is going to help them is you need to prepare. You need to be prepared. Now, I've been doing video for years. I've been getting in front of a camera for years. I prepare for every single video that I do. And there's a formula that I teach my um, students to make sure that their videos actually, you know, land and they, they flow right and um, to make sure there's a strategy behind them. Mm-hmm. And I use the same thing too. Um, it's a very simple strategy, but there is a strategy behind, okay, this video I've done, I'm, I have X, Y, and Z ready, and this is the flow of it, and I'm going to make sure I have this arc in the video. There you go but you've done the work, you've done the preparation, you're comfortable with the material, you're comfortable with the strategy you've set for it. And then I will say at the very end, there's a call to action. There always needs to be a call to action at the end of your videos. Even your fun videos, your call to action is, hey, just like the coffee video, hey, what coffee do you get in the morning? That's your call to action. There needs to be some sort of ask for a response in your videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the second part that goes with it. It's not about you, and there needs to be preparation. You need to do the work because once you, a lot of people see these uh, coaches who I just say coaches because that's who I work with a lot, but I say coach or entrepreneur, um, people who've been doing it for a while. Um, like Sunny, you mentioned Sunny. She looks it looks effortless when she gets on the camera. It sure does. She does her homework. She has her own video strategy and she does her preparation and she does her homework. She's an entire team of people that she works with on creating content every month for her followers. So I guarantee you, she does not just get in front of the camera and start talking. That's right. Guys, she's talking about Sunny Leonard Doozy, someone that is um, uh, a a YouTuber. (laughs) Danielle and I were talking about when we met. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I create for myself a template. As a matter of fact, it's funny that we're talking about this because my daughter is in school to be a graphic designer. Oh, cool. And she has this project that she has to do where she has to do a video. And the very first step, actually, here's her little form here. Um, mm-hmm. But the very first thing that they're telling her to do is to create a storyboard so that yep. she can be prepared. Um, and I was able to pull out, you talk about the educational videos as one of the types. I used to do those um, for all the different courses that I've created over the years. And the very first thing I would do was an outline, number one. And then I would do a storyboard to determine like how I wanted the flow of things to go and the script that went with mm-hmm. what slide and all of that kind of stuff. But ultimately what I learned how to do was to create a template for video. I did a template for creating my podcast so I can just check it off. You got a, you got, gave you a checklist also, you know, when we, when mm-hmm. we started off just because, but again, um, goes back to knowing yourself and understanding yourself and understanding what about you to have to create circumstances of optimal success. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to understand. Am I the type of person that needs to have my script already written out for me, which means I've got to prepare the script, which means I've got to know what it is I want to talk about, which means right. I need to have done some research about it. So you have to know yourself enough to know what you need for optimal success. And then you create that so that every time you churn out something that is the best you could have possibly done because you've prepared. It's so simple when you just talk about it on a video, Danielle. It's so easy. <laughs> it's like people think it's just a matter of implementation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But see, the implementation part is where all the work is. So that's yeah. what makes and, it difficult. And I will say, I I have a I'm working on a new um, a training series right now where I have my five steps. I'm teaching five steps to. 
um, creating videos that convert. And the fifth mm. step, the fifth step that I wholeheartedly believe in is having a mentor or having someone hiring a coach or having a mentor, someone who is an outside set of eyes who knows what they're doing, helping you through the process. Because <clears throat> while you, to your point, like it's so easy when you talk about it, but when you're actually in your business and you're so close to it, you're so close to the thing that you love and you care about, sometimes it's really hard to do the simple things. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to see the simple things. And so I wholeheartedly believe in hiring a coach or hiring a mentor. I've hired more. The truth of the matter is if if people are like me, I'm just going to lay all my stuff out on the table. I mean, for, I am not as far along as I probably could be had I gotten a coach early on and allowed someone Mm -hmm. to walk walk those steps with me. Mm-hmm. other people I could tell you my reasons were a financial yep. so I I did not work full-time as I grew my business I worked my business right so come to um to, to hire the coach or to do to pay for the courses after I did the free webinar mm-hmm. so a lot of what I've learned has been me like going out and just like learning like actually researching and learning things people should really recognize is um just because you some people have to start off that way like i mean i had to start off that way i'm not going to be ashamed of that some people but there are people out there to have a coach um, hand in hand to figure things out and, and not have to reinvent the wheel, but just won't because of, you know, they think they should be able to do it on their own, or they think that, you know, they would be less than if they had the help or whatever the case may be. And guys, I'm telling you right now, that is not the case because my money is still a little bit funny and I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to get Danielle um, somewhere meeting with her in 2018 yeah. to learn how to do certain things and editing my very own videos. And so it's really important, like she said, if you have the capability to get someone to kind of hold your hand through this process, do it. Mm-hmm. Because it really, you know, in the long run, fans will come back to you tenfold because, and, and in less time, mm-hmm. not having to try and, to figure it out on your own. Yeah, and I love what you said, like some people feel like it'll make them less than if they hire a mentor or a coach. Guys, I know someone who just broke over a million dollars in her business this year, and she has, like, three coaches. I mean, and she just invested a huge chunk of money. I mean, she's, like, on a whole nother level. She's she's doing amazing things. But she just invested a whole chunk of money. Like, the amount made me choke. I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> because she's like, no, I'm ready to up-level. I'm ready to take it to the next level and do my thing. And and that's going to get me there. And so sometimes like the investments are scary or sometimes you feel like, oh, well, I should be able to do this on my own if I'm going to have this business. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's not the case, you know? Nope. Like there, it doesn't matter. Just, just like you, you can everybody that I've worked, everybody that I've like gone to webinars or um, done their mastermind or whatever, yeah. taken their course or whatever, Everybody that I know, they say the same thing. They they have coaches also, and they spend the money to, like yeah. you said, you know, um, move upward in their business, up level. Yeah, because it's you all, you know, you're not going to be top of the game at the top of the pile ever, really, because there's always going to be someone that just had to up, up where you were and up where you were. So yeah. um, it's important for us to really take heed to what you're saying, Danielle, and really um, – and, and, and you can start small. You don't have to do the hundreds of dollars for a coach. There are coaches out there who um, there are, like, uh, Danielle's going to work with me, I pray, because I'm going to need it. <laughs> but, and I work with people all the time, you know. But mm-hmm. the point is, is not to shy away from it. Go in search of what you need. Find a coach right. to help you. Um, yeah, if you can't find a coach, like, if you can't afford a coach at the time, like, look for a course. Mm-hmm. Look for something that gives you a guideline um, or gives you a foundation, you know, Absolutely. if you are going to tackle it yourself at first. Because I guarantee you, exactly. you're going to be so grateful that you did. Um, and you know, even, the, even the free 
even the free webinars that that coaches like I mean I'm sure you'll probably have one and you do the mm-hmm. trainings in your Facebook group even those spark something in you mm-hmm. they spark a knowledge in you that you didn't have before on a research hunt to yeah. understand the content that was in the webinar or that was in the the Facebook live or the group so it's even important to if if that's if that's the only place you can start then find a mentor in that way. Um, uh, if, if the only way to afford Danielle at this point is to join her Facebook group or to follow her on Facebook or YouTube and see whatever it is she's doing, whatever content mm-hmm. she's giving away, that can spark a bit of knowledge in you that'll trigger you or, or propel you forward in your business as well. Absolutely. And don't feel like you can't. Girl, we've gone all down a whole nother rabbit trail. Let's get to you. I want to know... <laughs> you i want to know my darling i want to know a little bit more details about kind of where you started this journey so i want to know was it that sort of spark this initial like i want to have my own business and my Mm -hmm. my desire in this business is to do x so where did that come from so mine came from a very very personal place it was it was two different things that really sparked me to, to be where I am today. Um, one, I had just moved back from California, and I felt like a failure. I'll be completely honest with you. I felt like a total and utter failure. I didn't make it like I thought I would in production. Um, in college, I did all sort. I did, like, everything entertainment. I went to film school. I did um, marketing and business for entertainment. I did, um, I studied performance. I studied everything about entertainment because I loved just storytelling and I loved what the entertainment did, the entertainment world did for people. You know what I mean? Um, how it helps people, it inspires them, it makes them laugh, it makes them cry. I just loved that emotional connection. So I studied everything and I moved out to Los Angeles thinking, I'm just going to take this off. I'm going to take the world on fire. I'm a hard worker. You know, I, I really want this. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. I was told that I was too fat to be in front of a camera and I was too, I wasn't pretty enough to be in front of a camera. I was told that I was too pretty and people wouldn't think that I had the work ethic to be behind the camera. Um, I was told everything under the sun. I remember walking into an audition and I walked into a room with probably a hundred other women who looked just like me. And my heart just sank. I was like, oh my God, how am I, like, why is anyone going to notice me when look at this. And I finally got a production job at Disney. And finally, after I I literally would call the producer like every week and be like, do you have anything I can help with? I'll work for free right now. Like you just tell me what I can do. I just want to get in the door. I really want to do this. I'm so passionate about it. I hustled like nobody's business. (laughs) And I finally landed this job at Disney. And I got a phone call like two weeks before I was going to, it was around Thanksgiving. I was flying back out for the holidays um, to switch apartments, get a new lease, you know, move everything out to my new house. And I got a phone call the day after I landed said, I'm so sorry, but one of our executives owed a favor and you no longer have a job. Oh, my goodness. And I was crushed. I was crushed. I was like, what in the world? I was like, why? What is wrong with me? I just kept thinking, what is wrong with me? You know, so I put everything into a storage facility. I moved to Dallas. Fast forward, you know, a little while later, I was in this relationship with somebody that I really loved, really cared about, thought it was going to be the one. Um, I found myself back in the entertainment business, which I loved, <clears throat> loved what I was doing. And I found the opportunity to get back in front of the camera and start this storytelling again, interviewing actors and directors and sharing those stories, which again is what I'm passionate about. Mm. <clears throat> and I did this, I did my first one. I was so excited about it. It took me a year to book to just oh, get wow. in the door. Um, talk about persistence. <laughs> Took me a year just to book this one. And it was a, a little known director. He wasn't a very big director, but he had a film opening across the country. So I was excited. And I did it. I was really excited. I felt that fuel. You know, when you really align with something, you just yes. feel it. And I was yes. like, yes. And the person that I really loved and cared about said, are you kidding me? This is embarrassing. I hope you're not going to show anybody this. 
I had like, what do you think? Why do you think you can do this? Who do you think you are to do this? Oh my. And I like, I just sunk. And I thought, oh, maybe I really can't do this. And I didn't do it again for a year. Oh my goodness. Everything on hold. Because I thought like, why would somebody, why would somebody, you know, tell me that if somebody who cared about me, why would they tell me that if, um, obviously I'm not with the person anymore, but <laughs> through that, mm-hmm. I had a very, like, very, I went through like a very low point in my life of wondering if I was good enough and trying to navigate what was next for me and going through this own personal crisis of like, why would anyone want to watch me? Like, why am I interested? Why would I be interesting? Going through that whole thing that a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of coaches that I work with, they go through that whole cycle of like, I don't feel like I'm good enough. And I personally went through that. And when I came out on the other side, I had this fire inside of me to go out into the world, to make sure that I do my part, to make sure that every woman I come into contact with doesn't feel that way. I wanted to do everything that I could to make every woman feel empowered and to make her feel like she 100% deserves to be out in the world and visible because there are people who need you, period. It doesn't matter what you look like, how tall, how short, like it doesn't matter. Somebody out there needs you. And so that, that experience lit this fire within me. And then again, I went on this I, I also, on the other side of that, was like, you know what? I want to create the life that I want to live. And so I want to be able to afford to live the way I want to live. And so I don't want to depend on somebody else to do that for me. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to just rely on somebody else saying, okay, you can make this. This is what you're worth right now. Going back to that, like, right. feeling like I wasn't worthy, feeling like I wasn't good enough. And then finally loving yourself enough to be yourself. and Loving myself. I thought, like, I want to create a business so that like I determine what my financial capacity is. I determine, you know, what opportunities are out there for me. You know, I really wanted to create my reality. And so through the past couple of years, you know, it's morphed and it's molded because I wasn't quite sure where how I was supposed to do that. And then I was working with a coach <laughs> and she was like, Danielle, like, what are you doing? Like, you d- you're not doing anything with video. She's like, you travel, or you just got back from Germany. Like you travel around the world doing all these things, you know, interviewing celebrities, you work with video every day. You get so passionate when you talk about it, but you're not teaching, you're not coaching video. And I was like, it hadn't dawned on me that I could do that. Because it was something that came so effortlessly to me. Yes. And it was something that I loved. And it was something that lit me up. I thought, oh, somebody's going to pay me for that? <laughs> like it just, oh, mm-hmm. somebody would pay me for that? Oh, I'm going to do that because I love that. My definition of a passion is that thing you can do with your eyes closed, your hands tied behind your back out of a deep sleep and you do it for free if you weren't trying to make money for it. And that's what sounds like you found. (laughs) Yes. And, and that's what I encourage whenever, whenever I work with somebody and we, like I said, we start at that foundational place because I think that it's so important to really dig deep and figure out what it is that you want to do. Yes. And a lot of times I see people thinking, nobody's going to pay me for so easy. Like, why would somebody pay me for this? And what's easy for you is not easy for not someone easy for else. It's not easy. You may think that's a no-brainer, and you may think that it's common sense, but girlfriend, it is common sense to you, to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. It's the rest of us have to work at. We mm-hmm. all have our purposes, and we all have those things we just energetically, emotionally, like all, all of us, we align with completely because it is part of our purpose. And because of that, it it's effortless and it's easy, but nine times out of 10, the people you interact with, it's not going to be because it's not their purpose and it's not what they are aligned with. So don't for a second think that if there's something that you love that lights you up and just turned you on inside, don't for a second think that you can't make a business out of it or you can't coach somebody on it because somebody out there absolutely needs it. That's so, so true. And to that point, I want to know from you, who inspires you? Like who gets you excited and revs you up um, 
sometimes, you know, we all have those moments where we're like, oh, today or oh, this is like so hard. But how? Do, where do you find your inspiration? So there are a couple of people out there that really, really inspire me. And somebody that um, I've been trying to set dinner with her every time I go, she lives in California. So every time I go out there, we've been trying to like get a time where we can actually meet. Um, but there's a woman named Catherine Sullivan, Kat Sullivan, who started a company called Marketing Solved. She is a marketing genius. Like she, I had nothing but amazing things to say about her. She's so, so smart. And she's built this really amazing online business integrity build business and she's done it beautifully and she's very successful now like she just keeps up leveling but she's so kind and she's so authentic and every time that I see things that she posts it's always so full of integrity and full of positivity and it's just so inspirational to watch her journey and to learn from her I bought almost every product that she's put out because I love I love what she does and I believe in what she does so much um but seeing what she does and seeing what she's been able to accomplish has been so inspiring to me. Um, and just like, I feel very fortunate to have been able to connect with her. Mm. And so if you are something that I do recommend, like to, when you first started this podcast, you said, I started reaching out to people online, reach out. If you find somebody who inspires you, if you find somebody who you really resonate with or you start looking at their work or start uh, being inspired by their work and really, really like what they're doing, reach out to them, connect with them because you never know, like maybe it'll spark a business friendship. Maybe it'll spark a real friendship. That's right. I feel we've done that. I feel yeah, we've done that. Day. I feel like we have, but you never know. Like if somebody inspires you, reach out to them because chances are um, they have no idea that how inspiring that they are. I mean, even if you don't make the connection, something that I do just because I feel like there needs to be more of it. If somebody puts something out there that I feel like is really inspiring or really resonates with me, I tell them. Whether it's yes. I post, I, a comment or I post it, I let them know. Sometimes I've even reached out directly to people that it's touched me and then it's resonated with me and that it's inspired me because they, do, they won't know otherwise. You know, it's just like you or I, and it means the world whenever someone, like, think about you. If you were to get an email from somebody or you were to get a message and somebody said, hey, I really needed this today, like this, this thing that you took the time to prepare on, you took a second to do, like, it really hit me and I really needed it. How amazing is that? How fulfilling is that? Because that's your purpose. Yeah, it really is. It, and it's validating also. It makes you feel like whatever the stress that happened yeah. prior to that moment was worth it. Even if just one person says something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the high-level person that got me started, she's the one that I saw and I thought, oh, I could I could create a business. <laughs> of course, it was Marie Forleo. I saw her and what she was doing at B-School. I actually went through, I went through B school because before that I, I wasn't aware of this whole online world. And I, you know, I was thinking, what can I do to create my own reality? Like what, how can I do this? And then I landed on Marie Forleo and I thought, oh, wow. You know, and she talks about how it took her seven years, seven years to build a sustainable business. I feel Seven so years, good about guys. that because I'm just in year four, so I feel like I still, I still have some growing room. <laughs> right? Like seven years. So it's not – I heard that, and I heard that just how she was so willing to share the ups and the downs, and she was willing to share that she cleaned toilets for a while, and she scrubbed floors, and she was a bartender, and she was a dance instructor, and she had all these successes, but – like her life still was, I'm working 10 jobs or I'm working five jobs to make this a reality. It wasn't just, oh, like I put my mind to it and everything happened. She was very, very authentic and open about it. And that gave me a lot of hope and it gave me a lot of That is the value of being authentic and finding yeah. your personal brand and being able to personify it because people need that. People need to see the truth about what it is we're doing and realize that if I imitate this person or if I try to imitate this person, I'm still going to have to go through a lot of hard work. 
is still going to be very, very difficult. <laughs> so I want to um, just sort of put up because I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I just, you know, tell us a couple things. A couple things. Number one, who are your ideal clients? Mm -hmm. Loving to, um, to help out and to serve. And then are there any um, other sort of unexpected suggestions or ideas or tips that you might give us for doing videos um, in our, like in 2018? Is there any one thing you would say definitely, you know, besides do video, but like definitely yeah. make sure <laughs> if there's anything like that. So just sort of tell us those couple, those couple things. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned your course that you have coming up and then obviously I'll be sharing with everybody at the end about how we got some fun things in our kitchen that we're going to share with them on the back end. Mm -hmm. uh, so my ideal clients that I tend to work with are coaches. That's kind of what I've niched down to um, just because I'm a coach and I, <clears throat> I wholeheartedly believe um, in the coaching industry and women helping other women and empowering other women, whether it be in business or health or branding, whatever it is. That's where my heart lies. And so I focus on coaches who are feeling stuck. It could be a coach that already has a pre-existing business, but they, they've kind of hit a plateau and they mm -hmm. feel like they're getting lost a little bit in the online world. And they're not quite sure how to break through that plateau. They're not sure how to get really visible and out in front of people uh, versus just trying to, to get by, mm -hmm. uh, if that makes sense. And then I work with new coaches who are starting out and they want to, from the get-go, make sure that they have a really great strategy and plan in place to get super visible, to create this personal brand through video. So that it's not just a business that comes out, but it's a brand, an authentic brand that really connects with people. So those are the coaches that I work with. And I love, love, love working with. Because <laughs> it's, it's so wonderful to see people blossom and to see people really starting to do what they love to do and really aligning with people. Um, and then for for people who want to start using video, the one thing that I would say is just start. You know, something that I say all the time is done is better than perfect. That's like, true. Done is better than perfect. And maybe you put a video out where the lighting's off or, you know, the, the video quality is not what you would want it to be or the sound quality is not what you want it to be. But as a video marketing expert, done, I'm telling you, done is better than perfect because you don't get results from a video that's sitting in your your editing suite. You or know, undone or not done at all. Undone that you're just tweaking every little thing on. You don't get any results from that, you know? And when you think about that, it's not about you. Like people, if you are providing really good content and you're providing great value, people are not going to sit here and judge you and be like, oh my God. The video was a little bit dark. The lighting wasn't perfect. You know, I'm using my laptop camera right now. I don't even have my webcam set up. I'm just using the one for my computer. Um, because it's it's not always about that. Yes, I teach all of that to make sure that whenever you work with me, you do have quality videos. Yes, yes, yes. For your budget, for whatever budget you have. Um, I work with people on all levels. So whether somebody wants to invest in a really nice camera or somebody's like, I've got an iPhone. I'm like, great. Let's make it work. Um, I'll, I teach people how to create really, really great quality videos on any level. Um, but at the end of the day, done is better than perfect. Just do something. I love it. I love you know? it. I love it. And guys, I think we should just stop there because I mean, <laughs> how much better, how much better can you get than that? Done is better than perfect. Danielle, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really, really appreciate your time. Um, I know that we all have things to be doing and it's, we're getting closer and closer to the holidays. And so the time that you've taken with me is much appreciated guys. As you know, at the end of each podcast, I have my interviewees share with us a little bit of goodness and we share all of that over in the kitchen. PBN style has a kitchen. That's where we all gather and I share and my interviewees share all of their goodness, um, and special recipes and special little sprinkles of spices. Um, with how you can grow your business and personify your brand a little bit easier. So make sure that you use the link or the, the form below the podcast to 
uh, get on that list and, and be in the kitchen with us as we share that great content. But I want to thank you again, Ms. Danielle. appreciate your time. Uh, and guys, enjoy. Until next time. To join Andrea over on our websites where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.